We're back with some more college basketball action here for Wednesday, February 15th. Got a great slate of games on tap for today, so let's jump right into it. Now, we start today's show off in the Missouri Valley as Murray State takes on Illinois State. Murray State comes into this game as the 138th overall team in the hot tip of power ranking. Illinois State is the 226th overall team, and neither one of these teams has been playing great as of late. I mean, both of them come into this game following a three-game losing streak. Now, Murray State has had a very tough strength of schedule in that stretch. But they really didn't show up in any of those games, you know, coming into this one after a 35-point loss to Bradley. Certainly not the performance they wanted um, in that game. And, you know, both these teams overall have had some shooting struggles this season. Murray State only a 48.4 effective field goal percentage, and they're only hitting 30.6% from beyond the arc. And while Illinois State certainly hasn't been a great shooting team this season, they have been the better shooting team in this spot, a 50.2 effective field goal percentage, and they're hitting 33.9% from beyond the arc, not to mention Illinois Illinois State does a really good job hitting free throws. They're the sixth best free throw shooting team in the entire nation right now, hitting 79.6% from beyond the arc. Darius Burford has led the way scoring-wise for this Illinois State team with 12 points per game. You know, overall, um, he has certainly been a guy who has shown up for this team all season long. Defensively speaking, it is two teams who are fairly even once again. Um, I mean, shot defense-wise, almost identical stat lines. Illinois State holding their opponents to a 51.7 effective field goal percentage, while Murray State giving up a 51.6. Illinois State been slightly better from beyond the arc, only giving up a 33.5 three-point percentage. Murray State giving up a 34 three-point percentage, but it's an Illinois State team that, you know, despite only having five um, conference wins on the entire season. I do kind of like where they're at, and, and I think they have playmakers and the ability, um, you know, in games like this to, to kind of, you know, take control um, and get things back on track. I think they beat Murray State pretty handily in this one, taking Illinois State minus 110 here against Murray State. And we head to the SEC for this next game as Kentucky takes on Mississippi State. Kentucky comes into this game as the 12th overall team in the hot tip at power ranking. Mississippi State is the 51st overall team. And, you know, overall, Chris Jans had this Mississippi State team off to a great start in non-conference play. Started the season 11-0 and then struggled a bit, you know, through the start of SEC play. But following that uh, Big 12 showdown against TCU, it's a Mississippi State team that's been playing very, very good basketball, you know, into this game following a great win over Arkansas on Saturday. Got a solid win over Missouri um, a few weeks ago and you know kept it within three points against Alabama. It's certainly a Mississippi State team um, that has been very, very competitive. And you know, while Kentucky has certainly had their ups and downs, and then coming into this game following the loss to Georgia on a two-game losing streak isn't the place they necessarily want to be in. Um, it's a dangerous spot to go against a Kentucky team, and it's a Kentucky team that offensively is obviously very good. A 51.2 effective field goal percentage on the season, hitting 36. 6% from beyond the arc, and they obviously have the playmakers, um, you know, last year's National Player of the Year and Oscar Tibway. Um, Revis has been a strong star as well for this Kentucky squad, and, and offensively speaking, Mississippi State certainly doesn't have near the talent and hasn't been nearly as good shooting-wise. Only a 47.2 effective field goal percentage, and they have not been great from beyond the arc, only hitting 28.5% from there, but 
Defensively speaking, Chris Jans has done an absolutely amazing job here at Mississippi State. They are the fourth best team in defensive efficiency coming into this game, and their shot defense has just been absolutely incredible this season, holding their opponents to a 45.5 effective field goal percentage on this season, while Kentucky's giving up a 48.9 effective field goal percentage. Mississippi State's also only allowed 30.6% from beyond the arc, while Kentucky's given up 33.3% from beyond the arc. Um, you know, Mississippi State's also been very strong in the tournament turnover department forcing turnovers on 23.4 percent of their opponent's possessions the 15th best team in the nation in that category while kentucky only forcing turnovers on 17.4 percent of their opponent's possessions and yeah overall these are two teams that have kind of been trending in the right direction which maybe isn't the the greatest spot to try and go against kentucky and john calipari um, but mississippi state at home this season has been a fairly strong team have certainly kept games close even in some other losses um, and they've looked very good as of late here in their last few games the last few weeks of the seasons i think they carry the success into this one taking mississippi state minus two and a half here against kentucky Next up on the car, we go to the WAC as Seattle takes on Cal Baptist. Seattle comes into this game as the 139th overall team in the hot tibet power ranking. Cal Baptist is the 184th overall team. And, you know, Seattle started out WAC play about as strong as you can, a 7-0 record. Um, you know, follow it up with four straight losses. Didn't look great there. But, you know, I've looked good in the last two games against Utah Tech and Grand Canyon, and they've certainly been a better team at home than they have on the road. You know, a lot of their struggles have come away from home this season, which, you know, makes this not a great spot to bet them necessarily but cal baptist just hasn't looked great as of late i mean only one win in their last five games and it was against a non-division one opponent i mean this team hasn't beat a d1 opponent since you know earlier in january against ut arlington and overall neither one of these teams is a great shooting team you know cal baptist only a 49.3 effective field goal percentage only hitting 32.2 percent from beyond the arc seattle a 47.2 effective field goal percentage and 31.2 percent from beyond the arc but defense really is where both these teams have succeeded this season and you know they've both been good on the defensive side of things seattle comes into this game 74th in defensive efficiency cal baptist a little bit worse off but still not terrible 141st in defensive efficiency um, but seattle shot defense has been very good holding their opponents to a 48.5 effective field goal percentage and only allowing 32.3 percent from beyond the arc cal baptist giving up a 47.6 effective field goal percentage and 30 and 30.1 percent from beyond the arc i mean obviously both good on the defensive side of things but where seattle has really found success this season is when they can go up on teams and really just push that tempo and play a faster style of basketball that also relies on that defense you know the hundredth fastest team in the country seattle is coming into this game cal baptist playing a much slower style of basketball 333rd in the country there in adjusted tempo and i think that's a big reason why cal baptist has had some struggles here as of late you know when teams go in and put up some points on them um, they've really just struggled to stay in some of those games um, and be more competitive i think Seattle takes advantage of that on the road here, similar to what we saw in the first game, the game that Seattle won at home. Um, and I think they keep it close, get the win here. Um, but taking Seattle plus three here against Cal Baptist. Now, quickly, before we get into the back half of today's show, if you haven't already checked out the website, head over to hotdipbets.com. We got college basketball, NBA, NHL, UFC, and horse racing picks being posted up there every single day. So make sure you take a look at all of that. Also, follow the Hot Tip Bets main account at Hot Tip Bets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to stay up to date with all the content being posted over there, as well as my personal accounts at Hot Tip Bets Chris on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter to stay up to date with all the content that I'm putting out over there. Um, and also on Bet Stamp, where you can get early access to all of my picks and get a notification every single time that I place a bet. 
And last but definitely not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for today's card. And let's get into these final two games. Now we head out to the Mountain West for this next game as Boise State takes on Colorado State. Boise State comes into this game as the 46th overall team in the hot tippet power ranking. Colorado State is the 87th overall team. And, you know, it's a funny Boise State team because it was one that I bet against all the time last season. I did not like this Boise State team, really did not believe in them. But this year, I've been on them quite a bit. And defensively, they've just been a rock-solid team. And on the other hand over here, Colorado State has really just struggled their way through the season, have not looked great in Mountain West play. They do get the win over Air Force last Tuesday um, and certainly have a lot of rest coming into this game. Um, but it's a Colorado State team that you know only has three conference wins on the season. We saw the first game at Boise State, a game that they lost by 21 points. Um, and yes, Colorado State can shoot the basketball. They're a good shooting team, at least statistically speaking, a 54.9 effective field goal percentage on the season. They're hitting 34.6% from beyond the arc. But even for all the credit that Boise State gets on the defensive side of things they haven't been bad offensively they've also done a decent job shooting the basketball a 52.1 effective field goal percentage and 35.9 percent from beyond the arc tyson dagenhart has been a strong player once again for boise state this season 14.4 points per game um, for him overall but like i said defense is where boise state has really become such a great team in the mountain west and where leon rice has done a really good job with this squad this season coming to this game ninth in defensive efficiency compared to colorado state who's the 203rd overall team there um and really across the board defensively boise state has played very very good basketball their shot defense has been excellent only giving up a 45.7 effective field goal percentage on the season while colorado state is allowing a 53.1 effective field goal percentage boise state's also only allowing 28.1 percent from beyond the arc while Colorado State gives up 37.2% from beyond the arc. I mean, the spreads and the gaps between these two teams defensively um, are just or ginormous. Um, Colorado State has been decent, you know, rebounding wise on the defensive side of the ball, pulling down 73.8% off the defensive glass. But Boise State has still been, you know, leaps and bounds better than what they have this season, pulling down 77.7% off the defensive glass. Overall, it's a Boise State team that I have loved betting on this season as Colorado State team that I've kind of liked fading um, in a few spots this season. I really like what Leon Rice has done. And quite honestly, I'm just baffled why Boise State is only a three-point favorite in this game. Yeah, Colorado State is getting back healthy after you know missing a couple of their bench players um, in the past few games. But they're still not great. They still haven't looked good and especially haven't looked good against the top end of the conference. Taking Boise State minus three here against Colorado State. And we stay in the Mountain West for the final game of the day. We got San Diego State taking on Fresno State. San Diego State comes into this one as the 25th overall team in the hot Tibet power ranking. Fresno State is the 107th overall team. And, you know, obviously it was San Diego State's conference to lose from the get-go this season. Um, and they've been a very, very strong basketball team. You know, overall 11-2 here in conference play. Coming to this game following a really good win on Saturday against UNLV. And in both offensively and defensively speaking, San Diego State is a very, very good basketball team. Fresno State, on the other hand, has certainly had some struggles, you know, coming to this one five and eight overall in Mountain West play, you know, have certainly had their fair share of struggles and offensively speaking, have not been a great basketball team. Only a 48.6 effective field goal percentage on the season. They're only hitting 30.7% from beyond the arc. San Diego State certainly going to have the shooting advantage going into this game, a 51.6 effective field goal percentage on the year, and they're hitting 34.7% 
from beyond the arc. Matt Bradley has been a really good shot scorer for this San Diego State team all season long, leads them with 13.2 points per game. Um, but as good as they've been offensively, they've also been a very, very strong team defensively. And while Fresno State is better on the defensive side of the ball than they are offensively, they're still not great, and their shot defense certainly isn't good, giving up a 50.2 effective field goal percentage on the year, while San Diego State's only allowing 48.7%. Um, Fresno State's also really struggled from the perimeter, allowing 36.2% from beyond the arc. San Diego State has had a very strong perimeter defense this season, only giving up 29.7% from beyond the arc. They're a top 20 team in the nation in three-point defense, not to mention San Diego State's been very strong in the rebound department, both offensively and defensively speaking. They're pulling down 75.5% off the defensive glass fresno state on the other hand only pulling down 70.1 percent off the defensive glass san diego state's also been very good offensively pulling down 31.3 percent off the offensive glass fresno state pulling down 24.4 percent overall it's a san diego state team that's just been playing very very good basketball and, you know it obviously merits the, the eight point spread going into this game but with how fresno state has been playing I still don't think it's enough points. I think San Diego State runs away with this one, covers the spread pretty easily, taking them minus eight here against Fresno State.